Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. All right, welcome back to the Agent Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Caffarella, and I've got a special guest today, uh, Joe Bell. Uh, Joe Bell, Joe, what's going on today? Hey, um, you know, typical real estate, right? Wake up in the morning, see what's on fire, what you have to put out, and uh, what opportunities you're going to run after. Yeah, that's why it's fun, right? <laughs> that's it. New day yeah. every day. I came from an accounting background out of college, and I think that that was the part that I hated. Like every single day, was I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like when when people talk about fires and stuff like that, I'm like, hey, like I I signed up to go from like no fires to fires every second because I think it's uh it's more fun. I mean, yeah, if different days every day. So uh, for our audience, can you kind of just give us a little bit of background about? how you got into real estate, like what you're doing now, how you got into investing and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I've been in real estate for 15 years now, uh, back in 06. Um, I kept hounding this, uh, long time real estate agent, uh, real estate professional. Um, and he kind of kept pushing me off to other stuff. And then finally he's like, all right, kid, come in and you know, here's a, a phone book. Here's a patent paper. Like, See what you can do. Um, so what was nice about 06, 07 coming into the industry was um, the market was starting to kind of go, right? And yep. so I came up in a down market. And that's been probably one of the, the most um, beneficial parts of my background is uh, learning how to survive in a market that was super challenging. I mean, sitting on hold with, you know, short sale, uh, REO managers for two hours, trying to get a deal that like just, just crap. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so when the, the tide came back in, like I was just a boat that ended up coming up with it and it provided a lot of opportunity, most specifically in, uh, the real estate investment side of things. Uh, I naturally just gravitate towards those conversations um, the, uh, the real estate professional that brought me into the game was commercial. And I played in that realm for a little while, uh, but realized residential paid, um, more often. Mm -hmm. And it was just a, it, it was more of a, a niche that made sense with me. So anyway, I jumped into the residential side of things, started a team. Uh, I come from sports background, uh, the leadership, um, from sports, just plays perfectly over into the, the real estate transactional game. And so we built a team. We started having a ton of success. Uh, our boats were floating. And um, I was in conversation with investor after investor. I saw all this real estate, this millions of dollars exchanging right in front of me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm left with the peanuts, if you will, of the transaction. I mean, it's, it's a uh, great living, right? But what was happening is I was seeing the wealth transfer right in front of me and I wasn't taking part of it. Yep. Uh, so I made a decision that, um, this is enough, you know, focusing on the, the day-to-day -day transactional piece. I need to figure out how to get a piece of the pie. Yeah, exactly. So how, how, how many years in did you kind of have that 
I don't know, call it an epiphany or just like you got fed up? Yeah. So it took me, took me about three years for real estate to really catch on. Um, I came in at 26. Um, as you can tell, I have a, a baby face, right? So, uh, so asking people to make the largest investment of their lives with me was a little bit challenging, but luckily I came from the financial advisory side of things. So I, I was versed in that conversation. Um, but about 09, uh, we, we uh, bought our first house and with the intention of adding some value to it. And from there, that gave me a little bit of basis. Um, but I mean, early on, I was, I was thinking about investments and it was just a matter of time before I was able to get some financial wherewithal under me to where I had the confidence to ask the question of getting involved in the investment side of things. So we started in 09. Really, we, uh, we didn't pick up steam till probably 12 or 13. And, um, and then we, we built a business with uh, one of the real estate investors that we were representing. And uh, next thing I know, we're, we're flipping houses and you know, making money off of you know, investing in those homes. I love what you just said. I mean, there's so many things to kind of unpack in, in that statement. One of the things that I want to just focus a little bit on is the fact that you ended up partnering with one of your investors. Yep. So I think one of the big things that every agent says to me, like most agents will say, hey, like I want to invest in some capacity. But then right. there's the reasons why they can't. They don't have the money, they don't have the construction expertise, whatever the, the thing is. So tell me a little bit about how that partnership was formed and what the benefits to both of you are. Yeah, so the the real estate investor that we ended up partnering with was at the time my wife's boss. And uh, so she would always hear about these investments that he was doing and she would kind of pepper him with, you know, hey, my boyfriend at the time yeah. you know, um, is in real estate. And so we made the connection. And again, I, I mean, this was... Uh, so first off, this guy's way older, right? Him and his wife are way older than us, way more seasoned, more experienced. They've had success already in real estate investment. Come on, Joe, you're not that young. Stop trying to sell us on how young you are. Come on. I have to, right? Because <laughs> you have of, to. One of the marketing pitches. You're like, I am so young, you don't even understand. <laughs> one of the marketing pitches that my, my PR came up with was, the 40 year old real estate agent. I was like, hold on, I'm 39. Like, come yeah, on. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, uh, uh, I, I'm 38. So I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm in the same thing as you. It's like, you really, you still feel like you're young, but you're like, wait, that calendar keeps going. That keeps years keep ticking by, but yeah, go ahead. Every, Sorry. Every decade. It's like, Oh, 30 is the new 20, 40 is the new 30. Like it's whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, as a, uh, you know, as a, a 28 year old, um, you know, not making a lot of money, but starting to have some success, uh, I was pulling on this guy's coattails going, Hey, give me a shot. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. And he had a longstanding relationship with another agent. Um, and it, and the more I learned about it, it wasn't this great, healthy relationship that they had. It was just comfortable, right? Yep. Cause it's who they'd been working with for a while. So, um, we built a friendship with this investor. And finally, uh, one night late December, and I think it was like, I think it was like 2010, 2011, somewhere in there, I get this call and he's like, Hey, there's a frozen property. I want to go see it right now. And it was like eight 45, nine o'clock at night. Um, it's in December, it's cold, it's dark. And, uh, he's like, bring some boots. Okay. So 
Next thing I know, I end up in the uh, crawl space in the basement of a fourplex and the thing's completely frozen. Um, and we're waiting around in water and um, uh, we end up learning that it wasn't just the pipes that had broke, but there was also a sewer line that was leaking. So we're walking in other people's shit, water, excuse my language. And it was in that moment where I was like, man, this is right where I want to be. <laughs> Stand, standing in, in poop, poop water up to my knees. You know, this is, uh, this is not a bad gig. So, um, so anyway, he, he saw my commitment. And what I like to say is, you know, what I lack in talent, I make up for with persistence. And that's just, it's been the name of my game since I was nine years old, learning how to throw a baseball. Yeah. I've always been persistent. I've always wanted to strive to be better, strive to be the best. Um, you know, very, very rarely did I ever become the best, but I've always been really, really good provided I committed and, you know, put the time and effort into it. And so I think this guy saw a little bit of himself in me and finally he was like, all right, let's go. And, um, so our first deal, I ended up finding it. I pitch it to him and I say, Hey, what do you think about cutting us in? I'll give my commission, which was about $9,000. Uh, and he said, that's awesome. That's great. Let's do it. And oh, by the way, I'm going to bump up your percentage of ownership to, I think it was 20%, 20 or 25% on that first one. And uh, that was our first interaction. And it was one that was very profitable, worked out extremely well. And from there, it was like, okay, boom, let's start the company. You find the deals. You tell me what they're going to be worth. We'll provide the resources and some of our knowledge. And then you'll have to sell them on the backside. And here's the split that we're going to work with. So what you just said, that relationship and the exact structure of that relationship is something that almost any agent can do. And I, I, I absolutely, think it's so important to just hit on that and focus on that because again, you had probably limited re resources, limited capital, right? I'm not saying you had no money, but to do this right. stuff, you know, sometimes you do need a good amount, right? So you're younger, same thing with me. I was younger. I was in the same position, did a similar type thing. Um, but you are doing, you're providing for value one of the things that a lot of people can't, which is finding deals, right? And that's the part that I think that, um, you know, people take, especially agents, they take it for granted that finding the deal is, right. you know, you could argue whether it's the hardest part or it's like halfway, you know, 50% of it, but it's a big component of it. And it's a component that if you're somebody that has capital, has some labor resources or whatever, like a lot of times they don't want to hunt around all day for deals. Like that's right. not the part that they enjoy. They may have the capital, they may have some contractors, but like for them, it might just be more passive. And you as an agent, that's what you're out doing every day. You're out every day hustling. And that hustle brings profit to the table. And I'm sure that's what, you know, how you guys ended up continuing to work together. And um, what, so you did that first deal with him. It went well. And then how long ago was that? Uh, let's see. I think we, I think we officially started our company in 14. And, and you're, you're still working together today? Uh, we just dissolved the company. They retired. Like I mentioned, they were yep. a little, little bit older. They retired. And uh, that was probably one of the most beautiful pieces of our relationship was the opportunity for me to watch them yep. go, go through a couple of iterations of investments. And then go, all right, 
now it's time to cash out. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. And for me to just kind of sit back and watch how this whole thing played out was a whole different set of knowledge in itself going through it with them. Today, they are my daughter's godparents. Yep. Uh, they, they ended up moving out of state. They're closer to their family. They're building this massive home. I think it's like like 192 feet across, right? And, and it sits on a river. It's it's on vines, like, um, sorry, vineyard. Uh, like me watching this all play out, uh, it, it just stoked the fire so much more to go, okay, like the, the long tail is worth it. Wealth is important. Teaching people how to build wealth is important. And teaching some of our real estate professionals in the industry is hyper important because back in 15, I took over a, um, I took over a brokerage. It was the biggest brokerage here in Alaska. And I think we were close to 350 agents at that time. Um, the, the brokerage was doing about a billion dollars in business, which is super sexy. And I, I love to be a part of that story, but I'm not the reason for that story, right? Yep. Um, but I would sit down with agent after agent after agent that's been in 12, 15, 20 years, and I go, hey, what's retirement look like? And they, they go, well, uh, I'm planning on the next transaction. I'll probably put a couple thousand dollars towards it, right? Yep. And I just started realizing, like, these people aren't buying real estate. Like it baffled my mind. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like you get into real estate to buy real estate. Like you are missing the greatest opportunity of your life to build wealth and transfer wealth. So um, that sent me on a mission. Uh, shortly thereafter, I ended up uh, jumping out of that company. I started my own and the, the mission was about building wealth. So we set up a commission structure where half of the commission that came in uh, the company dollar, I should say, that was paid towards the brokerage. Half of it, we put into an account. It was like a forced savings account. And we went and invested that money on their behalf solely to generate a return on their behalf because the majority of folks weren't doing it for themselves. That is an int like I have never heard that model before. Let's take a quick break from the episode. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincamerancoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. Did you see somebody else doing that? Or did you come up with that on your own? Or No, I, so I, um, uh, looking at what was happening, the trends in the industry, right? There's profit share, there's rev share, there's Share, 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 right? Yep. And I just, I just wanted to base this because, look, if, if our industry is going to change and all this cash infusion is going to come in, like if these eye buyers and open doors and knock and everything starts really gaining some ground, Zillow, um, we're, we're screwed when it comes to the recruiting game, right? It's not the real estate industry anymore. It's the recruiting industry. Like yep. it's, it, it's just, it's crazy how out of control it's got. But if we start losing deals, we start losing the opportunity for recruitment. We stop losing or we start losing the opportunity for um, this profit share, rev share, 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 share. So I said, to hell with it. We're going to invest in hard assets and I'm going to force you to participate. This is, is Sorry, go what ahead. A, what, a, what a value prop and sales pitch that is. I mean, yeah, no, it, I say, when I say sales pitch, I mean, I mean it in a good way. A good sales pitch is a win-win, right? 
Right. So that's a win for you, right? You, you, you can bring in some talent that for sure. wants to invest in real estate uh, and a huge, it's huge win for, for the agents because you're almost like social security for real estate investing, right? <laughs> well, up here in a lot in a bad way, in a good no, way. Not at all. What, right, right, right. Yeah. No, not, security not negative to be. Yeah. Um, up here in Alaska, we have a fund. It's called the Permanent Fund, right? Um, Alaska Permanent Fund. And this was built off of oil in investments that were made during the oil boom. Yep. And, and so I've, I've, I've been receiving anywhere from $700 to $1,800, maybe even more, um, every year that I've been an Alaskan resident. Yep. And it's like, <clears throat> when you start to take a step back and go, man, I, I'm not doing anything for that, but being a part of this community, being a part of the state, um, and the, the fundamental structure of it just makes so much sense for folks that are not capable or are not willing or are not committing to building any sort of wealth in the future. So why don't we just apply a structure that's similar? And I can go down a long rabbit hole of how we can build this thing out to support these individual communities based on real estate sales. Um, I'll save you that uh, for right now, but just the fact that nobody was doing it for themselves forced me to go and figure out how to do it for them. Right. Now, is that something that every agent in your office is a part of, uh, whether they like it or not? Yeah. (laughs) And, but, but here it is, right. I mean, if you think of your, uh, conventional approach to, um, companies building 401ks for folks, right. It's, it's the same premise. It's like, it's like you're paying this amount to your brokerage mm-hmm. one way or another. Yeah. We're choosing to take that money. It's the brokerage's money. And we're going to apply it in a manner that earns a return. That's the idea. Um, and then create a benefit at some future date for you. So if you're spending $10,000 a year that's going into this fund and you're with us for 10 years, there's $100,000 that's waiting for you on the other side. And if it compounds at a 7% interest rate year over year over year, hopefully that turns into $130,000, $140,000, which nobody has set up. I mean, no. outside of your top 5%, right? And so, so we're just we're forcing, forcing it on them, and it just creates more and more opportunity. Yeah, I don't even know if the 5% do it. I mean, I think the numbers are even lower than that, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't have any stacks. I just, right. I've got 325 agents right now on my brokerage. And I'm just, yep. you know, thinking out loud about this stuff. It's, it's very interesting. So, yeah. so now talk a little bit about the fact, uh, like the other things that being an agent has allowed you to do on the investing side. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, outside of seeing the deals, firsthand, having the conversations firsthand with folks that, you know, in some cases, uh, right. Uh, the whole investment game, you've got, you've got sharks, you've got people that take advantage of it. Right. And then there's the other side of people that, uh, work towards doing good and help people in bad situations. Okay. Um, it can be construed either way you look at it, but when you're sitting across the table from, somebody that is truly hurting doesn't have a way to get out. And there is an opportunity for you to help 
and for you to also help yourself in that process and provide full disclosure that that has the potential to happen. Most of the times, like you see their eyes light up in presenting the opportunity to go, mm-hmm. hey, look, here's what we could do. You need to get out of town. You need to get down to your family to help your mother, right? Like so many times we've run into these conversations and it was, it was just a matter of going, all right, I've now been in this game for a little bit. I've got a network of resources. How can I apply that to help some of these folks in these conversations just not have to deal with any more stress, right? Because the real estate transaction is stress. Whether you like it or not, no matter how good of an agent you are, whatever, there's stress involved. You don't know if their appraisal is going to meet value. You don't know if the buyer is going to be able to finance. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know, right? What are we missing in the inspection? Blah, blah, blah. So if you can alleviate some of that process, then it provides an opportunity for you to um, basically build value in those transactions. And so when you're having those conversations, those opportunities come up, if you're prepared and you have a network of resources, then it's just that much easier and it makes your your life that much um, easier in that transaction and being able to help people on the other end is a big win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's address the the shark thing for a second because I think that's like another, you know, I don't want to sure. call it, I call it an objection, but it's something that the people think about. And I think that, you know, if you haven't been in the real estate investing world at all, and, you know, you see somebody get a great deal on a house, you know, that shark, hey, like, you know, somebody stole that house or, you know, those type of things. Talk a little bit about some of the situations that you've been in where you've left, you know, the the dining room table with somebody being like, whoa, that was a huge win-win. And I provided value as an investor. Yep. Um, I have one that I'm going through right now and I have one that we just acquired. Okay. So the, uh, the one that we just acquired uh, <clears throat> is uh, a scenario where a gal had been living in uh, her place for 20 plus years, didn't have the resources to do what was necessary with the property to bring it up to a financeable condition. And she had tried to sell it in the past. She had gotten under contract and it was always this, this matter of who was going to pay for a septic system to go in. And it's a, it's a pretty expensive endeavor. It was, um, you know, probably 40, 45,000 to put in a proper system. And she just never had the resources to do so. The buyer was never comfortable to say, oh yeah, I'm going to go and spend $40,000. Right. Or if there was that sort of gap in the deal to put that uh, money aside to make it happen. So finally, she just got fed up and she wanted out. She wanted out of the property. She had to leave the state by a certain date in order to travel down to the lower 48 um, in more of a safe manner versus driving down in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, she basically said, hey, look, will you do this and help me get on to the next stage of my life? And we said, yeah, sure, we're interested. What does it look like? And she gave us a number and that number made sense enough for us to go, yep, okay. We feel like there's um, enough gap that it makes sense for us to put our time and energy in. There's uh, a mitigated risk in the deal. I mean, you still have to put an expensive system into the ground, right? Um, But there was enough opportunity in it. And the day of closing, she called me up and she was like, 
oh my God, I haven't been able to get rid of this property. This is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's- I, I was just, I, I was a part of the conversation. I didn't even really have to pitch it, right? It was just purely, yeah, I've got some resources. Let's apply it. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the part that, um, you know, if you're not in it every day and you don't understand and you haven't been through a bunch of these transactions, like my best testimonials are not from listing houses. They're from buying houses because that situation is, is it not true? Oh, absolutely. Like they're so grateful. Like, like the headache is gone. Right. Right. Like, right. And then what, what, what I say to people is like, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a thing where 50% of the people want to sell to an investor or a cash buyer. It's like five or 10%, but those five or 10% of the people, it makes sense for them. And it's the right. right thing for them to do. And it's the right thing for the, both sides of the transaction. Like I've done over a thousand investment deals. I've never had anyone come back to me and be like, Oh, that was a mistake. It's always grateful and it's a good transaction and it's a win-win. And I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times agents just, they miss the boat on that in terms of just creating a win-win they're almost creating, they're forcing or trying to force what they think makes sense, even though they're not necessarily listening to the seller. Like the right. seller could be saying, I want X. And they're like, no, you don't want X. You want Y. And it's like, well, no, no, I really want X. But um, right. so what would you yeah. say? Cause you know, you talked about it taking you three years or, you know, a little bit over that to really start getting going. Like, what would you say to the average agent who kind of like knows they should be investing somewhat, but haven't, you know, taken the leap yet? Like what's some advice you would give? Yeah. So our first investment, obviously we had built our production to a level to where I was okay, not getting paid that $9,000 on the other end, right? Commission wise. Yeah. So there is a level of, of production. There's a level of comfort that, um, you know, was in there, but also I didn't necessarily need that sort of transaction to get started. That was just the one that made the most sense to get started. Yeah. For finding, for finding the deals, you can carve out percentages, right? You just have to be willing to have the conversation and willing to ask the question. Right. So the, uh, I mean, as, as a real estate professional, you're already, well, you should be the uh, resource for great content, great information, um, you know, and putting it out there, utilizing social media for the very positive things that it can do. Um, but beyond that, when you see deals, you should be reaching out to people because you never know what you're going to find within your network unless you ask the question. Yep. Right? One of my big ahas, um, let's see, I basically... I did like a minute and a half video. I put it on social media and it was like, it was like, Hey, we've been running into different opportunities, different deals. And we just want to throw it out there to anybody in our network. If you're interested, we're going to do this little workshop. No more than eight to 10 people are going to be able to fit in this room. Um, let me know if you're interested. And boom, it was like, bang, 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 bang. Seats filled. Yeah. I walked out of that room with $750,000 in assets that was willing to participate. And it blew my mind yeah. because these were people I never expected, never, yeah. not even once expected to be like, yeah, I've got this much. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, I, and, and it was just like, holy crap. It, I'm not having the right conversations. Yeah, yeah. That's I've what g- it's all about. You got to sow seeds. 
Exactly. A hundred percent. I mean, I have a, a similar story. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't raise 750,000 in my, my first meeting, but that was luck. <laughs> that, that's phenomenal. But, um, but I would do similar things and I would, I would put out content and I would have people come to some of my renovations and say, this is a deal I'm doing. I've got another one coming up. You'd always get someone who is interested and, you know, not everybody, you know, has $750,000 to participate, but right. you know, somebody might have 50, they might have a hundred. Um, you know, I think letting capital lack of capital be the reason why you can't get into investing is just foolish because there's so many different ways. And like you just said, I mean, you know, you had a first attempt and you got almost a million dollars. Now that isn't probably what I would say is like standard protocol, but I mean, you know, it can happen and there's money out there. And I think the thing for agents is just that you are the expert. You're the one that can find the deals. People want to invest in real estate, right? right? They've got money. Most people don't want to be in the stock market. They don't understand it. It's too risky. Um, they can't put their money in the bank. There's no return. So what do they do? I mean, you've got an opportunity with a hard asset that they understand right. that they can see, touch and feel, and you're an expert. Um, and that's not the only way that you can do it with no money, but there's certainly a lot of ways you can do it. Right. Well, yeah. And also I need to premise that that wasn't my first ever, uh, reaching out to my network. Right. I mean, I had, I had video after video of projects that we've done yep. where, you know, I'm walking through a house and, you know, it's raining from the ceiling. Yep. Like <laughs> this wasn't my first attempt, right. By any yep. means. So people knew what I did. Um, it was just, it, it was impressive to see the response and yep. actually going, Hey, who out there is interested, you know? But, but I think, you know, the point is you built up credibility over time. Right. Sure. And that's the other thing with that, that you can do, like, even if you're not ready to invest yet, Hey, build up the credibility that you're, you're in, you're an expert in your field. And yep. I think sometimes people are afraid to be like, Hey, I know what I'm doing. But when you really look at it, you compare to like, the average Joe, you know, a thousand times more about real estate, you know, a thousand times more about real estate investing. And, you know, there are people that go to, you know, three day seminars and they don't know anything and they go out, they buy a house. I mean, you know, so, so you, oh, you know, no. especially <laughs> if you've been in it for even two, three, four years, whatever the amount of time is like, you know, a lot more than the average person who's going to go out there and, 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 you know, do whatever. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, a lot of folks get into this industry uh, for the glitz and the glam initially and then realize the opportunity for connection, right? And so if you can highlight your connector side of your world and participate with these folks that, you know, have the resources, like the opportunity is all there. You just have to be willing to ask, right? I mean, again, going back to the persistent side of the world, like if you just keep asking you're bound to run into the right conversation. And, and if you haven't found it yet, you just haven't found the right conversation um, because you're not, you're not putting yourself out there saying, hey, I'm, I'm looking to participate. I'm looking to invest. I'm looking to you know, play a part. Here's a great deal. You want to take you know, a, a piece of this pie and come participate? Here's where I'm going to participate. And you, know, you don't even have to put any money in. You just have to be a part of it. So mm -hmm. if you're not running into those conversations, those opportunities, then I would say just, you know, you got to get out there and continue looking for the opportunities to have those conversations.
Cool. So what are your, what are your goals over the next like year, two years, three years? Like, what are you, what are you focused on now? Um, you know, real estate and real estate investment has been really good to me um, and my family. Uh, so, you know, we're in this scenario where we're focused on building a fund for real estate professionals and continuing, you know, that cycle. Um, but more than anything, I just, <clears throat> I see this, I see this trend coming down the pipe. And, uh, I think, I think the COVID thing kind of gave us an opportunity to where us as real estate professionals can pivot, hopefully pretty quick. Um, but, uh, I see this trend of cash infusion coming into the markets and I really want to get in front of that. So I'm focusing business wise on where we can be that cash infusion. We can get in front of it because if I can get in front of it, then I can help protect the real estate professional community. I can help uh, build a moat around the uh, real estate transaction, if you will. Um, if not, the Zillows, the Open Doors, the Offer Pads, the you know they're going to start creeping into our markets and bypassing us um, because the cash uh, transaction is just much easier. So, so business-wise, I'm focused on creating a pretty big fund. We're talking about uh, bringing in, you know, 15 to $20 million to where we can start uh, hopefully attracting some of those transactions, take care of the seller, create a less stressful transaction, and then also be able to um, uh, find the buyers, you know, and create a cash opportunity for them to just make the easy exchange and therefore build in and protect the commissions that we have in our real estate profession um, versus getting run out by the big players. Yeah. Oh. So, so this, so this is interesting because, you know, I talk to a lot of people, I have I've had a lot of people on my podcast and I've never really had anybody or had the conversation with anybody about why you should be an investor because the brokerage world is changing. Right. So, you know, it's something that it's funny because I, you know, I, I do a lot of investing and I, I do brokerage and I've got a brokerage, but I right. never really thought about it in terms of that. Like when I think about investing, I think about like, Hey, earning passive income, like doing flips and getting big chunks and all of the other benefits that you can have. But I never really thought about it in terms of just surviving. And <laughs> seriously, I, I, right. I mean, this is like, I'm like, you know, being hit right now. I'm like, you know what? Like, if I'm the average agent, even if I don't want to earn passive income, even if I don't want to earn quick hits on flips, right. you may have to start going a little bit towards this model because if Zillow is doing it and Zillow can raise unlimited capital and they go into any market that they want to and they start to make cash offers and all that, you may not be able to transact as easily without being able to do some of the stuff. For sure. So, yeah. There's, I, I think there's that's a, interesting. There's a bigger play, and I, I feel like the industry is missing it right now. Um, but there's a bigger play to where if we can get in front of it and we can provide a little bit of control, right? And I, I don't have all the answers by any means, but if we can provide a little bit of control over the transactions that happen in our community, we can keep the money in our community. The Zillows, the offer pads, the right, all those. Where, where are those profits going? Like mm -hmm. they're all going outside of our communities, outside of our states, but it's our real estate. It's our ground that we play in and live in every single day. 
So why in the hell are we not focused on building something to insulate ourselves, protect our community, protect our industry, protect our professionals, right? Um, we're completely missing the boat here, I think. And um, it's it's hard from, you know, way up here in Alaska and, you know, podunk little $300,000 uh, city that and market that I play in, or 300,000 people. Um, but there is there is a much bigger piece of the pie at stake here. And we're so busy recruiting. We're so busy uh, trying to earn that one, that next commission. And we're so busy, you know, uh, trying to beat out our competitor that we're missing it. And we're totally blinded with that piece of the equation where these big dogs are just sitting here going, get more money rolling. And then we will just come in and we'll wipe out real estate professionals in these communities. Yeah. 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 Sorry, a little bit. So bucks. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's just interesting. I mean, nobody knows the future 100%, but it's definitely, you know, an interesting perspective. And I think just yet another reason for people to invest in real estate or at least yeah. learn some of the investing tools right. to be able to, to, to survive. So, Joe, I want to thank you for, for coming on today. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, never have had a, a guest on from Alaska. So this is a, this is a first for a lot of things. So, um, and actually I don't even know if I've ever talked to anybody from Alaska. This is, this is a lot for me today. So that's funny. That's two in a row. I've had, I've had that exact same. I don't know if I've ever talked to anybody from Alaska. Well, I'm, try I'm trying to think, I don't know. I don't know the answer. So, uh, well, let me, uh, let me be your resource. Let me be your connection. Alaska is a really incredible place. If you ever think about coming up or any of your listeners, honestly, like I know, I know where the fish are, yeah. <laughs> I know where the sites are, and I know the time of year that you should be here. So um, I, can, I can definitely play that part of the resource game as well. Cool. All right, Joe. The new travel agent. You got another. Oh, another Jesus. Career. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> want to associate there. Uh, All right, Joe. Thank you very Tom, much. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Agent Investor, and especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincameroncoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. And stay tuned for the next episode of Agent Investor.